what does it mean to be a leader? Like, let's firstly not even look at the concept of leadership from, you know, how to lead in today's era, um, how young people can become better leaders. Let's just first understand what is a leader, you know? Um, I remember we used to talk a lot when I was younger about um, being a shepherd in the church and and being a person whom God has called to have other people that you are you are you you are shepherding other people that you are responsible for but what does it actually mean to be a leader and i feel like if we as young people don't learn what leadership is and learn to pride ourselves in that definition and meaning of what it is what it means to be a leader i feel like we will we might repeat the same mistakes that we see being made by those who came before us right those who are currently running our countries currently running our communities currently running our households because no one taught them the true definition of leadership what does it mean to lead I often have this conversation with a number of people talking about how the Bible says a man is the head of a home, right? And many people see that as a privilege, like it's a privilege that I get. The fact that I'm the I'm the head of a home is my privilege. I deserve it. You should listen to the things I say and the decisions I make simply because I am the head of this home. That is not what being a head of a home is it is first a responsibility before it is a privilege this is something we really need to get right to be a leader the first thing whenever you claim yourself to be a leader the first thing you need to get through to your head is i have assumed an enormous amount of responsibility i am responsible for the people that have been entrusted to me you know i remember when jesus was praying and he was talking about father i have kept all the the sheep that you have entrusted to me praying for them for those sheep that is the responsibility of a leader personally being a leader is something that i don't run towards you know without meditating without taking the time to really think about what i'm doing i don't get excited when i'm offered opportunities to be a leader and the reason is not because i i i i perhaps think i'm not a leader or i'm not a good leader the reason is because i understand that that position comes with responsibility it's not necessarily a position of privilege so let's say for example if 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 you were called to um lead a a a a family or a community yeah let's say a community of people it doesn't matter what that community is whether it's a church community whether it's a community of uh you know people who are hiking or whatever the case sports community music community whatever it may be choir whatever it may be now obviously leadership functions at in different contexts and at different levels. Um if you are a manager at a company, it doesn't necessarily mean you are a leader. It a manager and a leader don't function in the same way. A manager makes sure is responsible for making sure that everyone does their job and that everyone submits things on time. They 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 are they are they, their responsibility is to make sure that in their department or whatever unit they're responsible for 
that machine keeps moving, that everyone keeps doing their job and submitting their things at the same time. Now, a leader, a manager can choose to be a leader because a leader is a person who then also understands that these people are are under my care and I'm, I'm responsible for them. A leader's job is to make sure that they provide a conducive and healthy environment for everyone to flourish not just to bring out the best out of people, right? And what I mean by bring out the best is this. There are some, a lot of managers think that their job, which I I would say to a certain extent, if you're a manager, that's exactly what your job is. A manager's job is to make sure that they get the most out of you in a way that benefits whatever company or organization they represent. You need to not think like a manager. You need to think like a leader. A leader is someone who creates a conducive environment so that people can flourish and feel safe, so that people can feel like they're not ignored. A leader takes the time and sets some time apart to ask themselves, how can I make this environment better for them? A manager thinks like this, how can I get them to produce more for this company so that I can be in my, in my, in my superior's good books? How can I get the most out of them? That's how a manager thinks. A leader thinks in terms of how can I create a conducive environment so that these people can flourish? That's the difference. And leaders usually function in a plane of, they think in terms of vision, right? They're the ones who give you a vision to be excited about. That's what a leader does. It's a person who'll constantly tell you where we're going. A manager tells you what numbers we need to achieve. A manager tells you what goals we need to achieve. But a manager sells you the grand vision that you need to be excited about. A manager will come and ask you what the vision is. But a leader will come and tell you what the grand vision is. What each and every one of us are working towards. They'll give you a clear picture. Even though they don't know how we're going to get there. They will constantly encourage you by reminding you. And painting a clear picture of where we're all going. Now... How do you marry that with being a leader who always leads people to peace or who always creates a conducive environment for peace? See, this is a very important conversation to have, you know, marrying the idea of a leader with a, 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 a person who is an instrument of peace. How do leaders bring peace? Um, now, you might be a person of influence, and, and right now we're living in a, in a place where many people are influencers, and that's, that's a very important title to carry, being a person who influences others. But you must remember, just because you know of an influencer, it does not make them a leader. Just because you are an influencer, that does not make you a leader. It means you have influence Whatever you say and do impacts and influences the way people behave and the things people say. You, in fact, influences, you, you can tell that they're not leaders because they do not try. They cannot influence or change your environment. A person cannot be your leader if they cannot change your environment. 
a president can be a leader, right? Because a pre president can influence your environment. They can decide what the roads look like. They can decide what the traffic lights look like. They can decide the state of hospitals, the state of uh, therapy rooms. You know, they decide in terms of the tax. Like they, they, are, they have very a lot of influence in terms of the, the, the changes they can make uh, in your environment to impact and influence the person that you become. But now we must remember this. You, we need to become leaders who influence and bring with us wherever we go peace. We need to understand what it means when people are in conflict that you need to own up to the environment. Like ask yourself, is the environment what's creating the conflict or am I taking the easy way out of this and blaming the people who are fighting or the people who are quarreling, blaming them and saying there is something wrong with you? Why are you fighting? That's not what a leader does. A leader is the person who looks at the environment and asks themselves, is, are there any changes I can make to this environment? You know, it's like a farmer. A farmer doesn't blame the sand um, for, not, for, for the crop not growing in the way that he's expecting it to grow or for the carrots and the cabbages not looking the way that they should look or for the fruit, right? He knows that the soil is just fine. The question is, is he treating the soil with manure? Is he feeding the soil the, 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 the proper uh, uh, nourish, nourishment that it needs? Is he watering the, 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 the seeds that he has planted? There's so many other things that a farmer has to do before the, the fruit, the vegetables, the crop comes out, right? Before it grows and, and, and grows to its optimal level. So this is what you, how you need to think when, when, when you want to consider yourself a leader. You need to ask yourself, how can I create a conducive environment for peace, right? And this comes down to the most practical of things. Like for your siblings, how can you create a conducive environment? That means, do your siblings feel like when you are around, they're able to say when they're scared, when they're afraid, are you friendly enough? Are you approachable? Right? Do you ever take some time apart to ask each and every member of your family, how are you? Tell me honestly, did, did I bother you this week? How can I change? Are there changes that you feel need to be made in the space that we're in? That's what a leader who is advocating for peace, that's what they do. And they make sure that you also have to make sure that even in your social media, you don't just post the first thing that comes in your mind without thinking about the repercussions of the things you post, because that's not the mindset of a leader. Very, very important question. I mean, very important topic, which will definitely continue to cover in future. But unfortunately, for now, we have to end it here. But I have to ask you this first. What kind of a leader would you be if you were given the opportunity to lead a community? Becoming a leader, the world needs young leaders that can actually change countries. I think our entire dynamic with regards to the age of leaders um, has changed recently because we as believers or, or we as people are almost all dear to the fact that something that Paul wrote um, when he wrote to Timothy, he said to Timothy, listen, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. And he needed to say that because obviously people looked down, looked down on Timothy because he was young. But here's the interesting thing. 
Greta Thunberg came along, and whether you agree with her or not, uh, she came along and she showed the world, like, listen, we can change. We can, we can, and again, I need to say whether you agree with her viewpoints or not, but a young girl showed the entire world, like, listen, we we can change our reasoning. We can change our thinking. We can change, even more so, we can change our methodology. We can change the way that we approach things. And I think... To a great degree, what I loved about Greta was not necessarily her per se, neither viewpoint, but the fact that she showed the world that young people have a voice, and when they are given the opportunity, they can challenge the way that has been the way for forever. <laughs> and that is what she did. And we need, as the world, we need young people like that. We need leaders that's actually willing to, to stand up for what we believe in and live. Now, the interesting thing is the way that Greta Thunberg did it was not necessarily right. My my viewpoint on how leaders do lead, my viewpoint on how leaders take charge is much more to the Old Testament way. And I use this example always with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, which were the Israelite boys that were thrown into the fire because they did not bow down to the the king's um, temple or the king's statue that he built and what I like and, and how I view these young men as an example is they did not run all over the political scene and say this is oppression or they posted on Facebook saying listen this is how we oppressed none of that much rather what they did is they remained quiet and led right <laughs> what they did was they remained quiet and says okay this is what they want me to do. This is the way that the world is heading into. I hold firm to my beliefs. Uh, I hold firm to the God of the universe. I'm going to stick to that. And I'm not swaying. Right? And that's one of the things that I love about these three young men. Is they, they stood up to government by not necessarily making a massive thing about, about, about it. They just stood up to... And, and I don't say stand up against government. I'm saying stand up against oppression or whatever the case might be. Uh, these guys stood up and said, but listen, I'm, I'm fighting for my God, and uh, he actually doesn't need to be fought for, because he, they actually make the statement, if, if he doesn't save us, it's also fine. We're, we're fine with the fact that he doesn't save us. Um, and it's amazing how we can have a look at that, and see that that's the way that I believe God wants us to actually lead. Simon Sinek, which is a very well-known leadership uh, writer, he's got great viewpoints on cell phone news and great viewpoints on various things. But one of the things that he writes about is, is leadership, right? And he made the statement start with why. We need, to in, uh, we need to inform people why we are challenging certain things, why we are moving the, di the direction that we lead to. But lastly, he wrote, or the one of the most recent books that he wrote, is that he made the statement, leaders eat last. And the entire book is built on this premise that if we want to lead, we need to serve. Right. And and unfortunately, I think that is what what, what I find distracting with regards to Greta Thunberg and, and young people in today's world that want to lead. They want to lead in the sense that they want to be uh, seen to a certain degree. They, they want to lead to, uh, not only to be seen, but to... to be mentioned and to to 
a great degree almost have some sense of uh, following, right? And that is why I, what, what I really, really don't like about that because I firmly believe that that is not the correct way to do it. I think we should do it like Simon Sinek says, which is we should eat last and we should serve. We should hold dear to the fact that we've got certain viewpoints, but we can do that by serving. The more popularity you, you want to get in life, the more you will get them by serving the people that's surrounding you. So if we're making a statement like we do tonight in Radio Pulpit by saying that we need young people that's willing to lead and take charge, what we do need is we need young people that's willing to serve and take charge. That might mean that you need to serve on the committee of the board of committees of the uh, university. You might need to serve in government. But more than that, you need to be able to serve the people around you. If you've got a deep love and respect of servanthood, uh, the, you will go, you will start getting deep love and respect for the people around you. God will use you as a shepherd in order for you to change the lives of the people around you.